The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Talo for lover. I'm Madeline Chapman, editor at The Spin-Off. If you have the means, consider supporting our high-quality journalism by becoming a Spin-Off member. Sign up now at thespinoff.co.nz/donate. You're listening to Business is Boring, a podcast that reckons it's anything but. Business is Boring is brought to you by Spark Lab, offering inspiration and practical advice to help businesses find their edge. To hear more about Spark Lab, including details about the latest events, workshops, and business tools, visit sparklab.co.nz. And now, here's your host, Simon Pound. You're listening to Business Is Boring, a podcast that reckons it's anything but. Business Is Boring is made by The Spin-Off with help from Callahan Innovation, New Zealand's innovation agency. Here's your host, Simon Pound. There are a fair few functional drinks that have popped up in the fridges of interesting retail. Drinks that claim to help you focus and recover and what have you, though many, and I'm looking at you vitamin water, have actually been packed full of sugar and dubious science. So many in fact, over the years that you might be forgiven for thinking that they were all empty claims. But not so today's guest's product. After seeing the impact of cognitive illness on family, he set out to learn more about things that help the brain, and the journey took him to launch a functional drink that is backed by patents, research, and formulated with a professor of psychopharmacology from Melbourne. Our guest is Angus Brown, the drink is Aripa, and it's found across the world. He joins us now to chat the entrepreneur's journey, discovery, and selling a drink with a bit more to it. G'day, thanks for joining us. Hi Simon, not too bad. Hey, so um, how is it, Angus, that you came to be interested in this field of new tropics? Um, I worked for a very large energy drink company and uh, during that time I kind of struggled with the concept of selling sugar and caffeine to the masses and uh, I kind of had a moment where I um, had sold quite a lot of these really large um, serving size cans and I saw a, I don't know, a nine-year-old kid walk out of a dairy with one and I was like, am I, am I doing any good here? <laughs> um, and then uh, I, I lost a couple of grandparents to brain-related illness, saw friends and family struggle with things like anxiety and nervousness heading into interviews or social situations and then um, yeah, I kind of oh, I watched the the movie Limitless with Bradley Cooper, where he takes the the magic smart pill and becomes a genius and turns his life around. And so, I started to you know think you know what does a, a smart drink or a brain drink look like, and and then kind of fell into this world of nootropics. And um, yeah, from there the, the the start of the rabbit hole began. How how does one um, get into that? rabbit hole so what what were you thinking you were thinking maybe there could be a drink that was good for the brain as opposed to just kind of like hopping you up on sugar and caffeine yeah um i guess i am an optimist and uh i have an imagination and um 
I yeah, I kind of thought like, why not? Why can't? And um, and so while working for this energy drink company, um, I started to I I had all these ideas, and, and originally I was pitching it to the company that I worked for. Um, they were very large and very successful, and if you live in New Zealand, you've probably consumed one of their products. Um, and but they weren't really listening, and they were thinking, "Oh, that's a nice idea, but you should just sell more of our energy drinks." And so I thought, "Well, bugger it, I'm going to um, do something myself." And uh, I came across this uh, facility called the Food Bowl, um, and it's a modular. It's actually funded by Callahan Innovation, and it's a you know thirty million dollar modular food factory, kind of like a Willy Wonka factory, and they can literally help you make anything that you can conceive. And um, and I, I I went there as like the fourth ever client, and um, and we had done some really rough research, and we knew that uh, you know berry fruit was good for you. We knew that this New Zealand pine bark was good for you, and yeah, we kind of just did some bucket chemistry and, and mucked around and made the the concept of what a what a brain drink would look like. Um, yeah, I, I, Google helped, and uh, there was there were some products over that were pointing towards the space of foods for the brain and and for some reason beverages were a bit of a, a format we didn't want to go with a pill because that's what a lot of um, you know the traditional formats were in nootropics and and nootropics came from um, you know 1970s research for fighter pilots and um, you know army personnel and then a lot of research also came from treating people with ADD ADHD and, uh, and so, sorry, just to jump in there, nootropics, yeah, sure. that means uh, supplementing your body for, yeah, for yeah, the brain. Yeah, so nootropics is a word that means uh, cognitive enhancing. Right. Um, and it was termed by a neuroscientist in the 1970s, yeah. And having worked in energy drinks and having worked in marketing, like, um, you, you know, I would have looked at it and gone, all of the active ingredients people talk about, the taurine and the guarana and what have you, they always kind of struck me as being there mainly for marketing rather than for any real benefit. Uh, is, is that the case? Is that is that kind of, um, you, you know, what you're against here? Um, no, I mean, things like taurine and guarana, which is caffeine, um, do have uh, science behind them. And I guess the the problem that we are solving and that we want to solve is that uh, caffeine is really good to keep you alert. If you don't want to go to sleep, you can have caffeine. If you want to increase your reaction time, you have caffeine. And we're never going to beat coffee. Everyone loves coffee. I love coffee. But the thing that we were... um, that we are trying to solve is that caffeine doesn't do anything for your stress. And so we wanted to create a product that people could have 20 minutes before an interview or before an exam or before a really important situation or moment that could improve their brain in some way, but also, um, and potentially more importantly, keep them calm um, and a lot of products that keep you, or ingredients that keep you calm, often make you drowsy. So there was this kind of fine line that we wanted to walk where we wanted to provide you um, mental clarity but also mental calmness as well at the same time. And that's kind of where the, the, the concept and the journey was born. It was trying to find natural ingredients that were safe, um, you know, found, found primarily in New Zealand but had clinical science backed behind them. 
And the things you landed on, like particularly the um, bark extract, uh, pine bark extract doesn't sound particularly tasty. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, so, yeah, we surprisingly in New Zealand, uh, Pinus radiata, which is the timber industry, the byproduct of the timber industry contains uh, one of the richest sources of oligoproanthocyanidins, and they are a polyphenol. Um, aka antioxidant, that has shown to um, do numerous things uh, for human health. And the, um, the science that we were interested in was that it showed that it increased oxygen in the brain and was used as a natural alternative to Ritalin for ADD, ADHD children. And so we quite liked that. And we, when we designed the uh, the product, we wanted to have uh, you know New Zealand based ingredients um, that we could protect and um, that were scalable. So if we were to hopefully one day you know get investment from the likes of a Nestle or um, or actually just go global like Red Bull did, we would actually have the ingredients um, that could match that that worldwide demand. But yes you're right it tastes horrible so we worked with a, a clever um, flavor technologist to, to mask the the bitterness and astringency that this um this bark provides in terms of the formulation as well like uh, you worked with a professor of psychopharmacology at Melbourne like has this been done much before you'd think with all of these functional drinks and all these people trying to do it uh you know, if there was open space with some kind of um, black currants and some pine bark, people would be trying to make drinks and trying to work with uh, professors. You would think that, but um, often, I don't know. I think New Zealanders have a um, an extraordinary ability to uh, you know think outside the box and be a little bit more innovative. Um, but yeah, there are. This professor, he uh, has done clinical studies on um, either natural compounds for the brain individually, but he has done contractual work for the likes of, you know, GlaxoSmithKline, Unilever, he holds patents with the Unilever. Um, he worked at Nestle uh, headquarters in Switzerland, looking into the, the polyphenols and chocolate and their effects on the brain. Um, he's done work for Red Bull, you know, you name it. And he's probably done work for one of the bigger companies on, um, say, their future products. And so these bigger guys do have um, science waiting in the wings. Um, but yeah, we are part of a, a very small group of um, products and market now that are focused on on brain function. And yeah, I guess we got our timing right, and we were the first in New Zealand to do something like this, and especially using the pine bark extract from New Zealand. And um, yeah, it was it was a long journey working with a, a world-renowned neuroscientist, and we did have to pay him quite a bit of money initially. And um, I call it politely hustling, and so you know, kind of calling him up one day and saying, "Hey, this is Angus from New Zealand," and and then saying, "I've got this idea for a brain drink," and and then told him a little bit of my story and said, "Look, you know, I know you're a busy man, but you know, what, how, what would it cost to, to work with a, a startup to develop a formula?" and um, 
and he kind of you know gave us an indication and then I ended up flying over there to kind of show him that I was serious and I um my business partner is a really talented industrial designer and he had um kind of drafted up a like a an image of what the the drink might look like it's nothing to what it looks like now but at least we had something semi tangible that we could show him to to show him that we were pretty serious and um yeah we talked for a while and then he finally agreed to um to the to the project and and then from there he produced this um this formula for us and how did you go about testing it and getting some some research behind it and eventually getting patents behind it yeah so we spent a lot of time with the um with drafting the the brief so that we could um move forward uh with that formula and so the brief to uh professor scully was that um, it had to be natural, it had to be safe, because we knew that, you know, kids in the States drinking, you know, these you know, 1.5 litre things of energy drinks were having heart attacks, and we didn't want that, um, and we said, and so from that we said also we didn't want it to have caffeine in it, because we knew that people were getting their caffeine from coffee. Um, so to be safe, natural, caffeine-free, it had to in some way prove cognitive function, and then at the same time reduce stress and and that combo was um, very important to us and then uh, on top of that it had to have robust scientific evidence so that if we were to wave the flag globally um, we could uh, you know stand up to um, scientific scrutiny Uh, it had to have synergies where possible so that you know ingredient one plus ingredient two um, you know, one plus one equaled three rather than two, so there was a, a benefit of combining them um, so that we could then capture intellectual property. And so he he spent a lot of time and came back with this 50-page report and then gave us the, this, this, this formula. Um, and so we kind of go, okay, great, we've got a formula. And then it was, it was like, oh, now what do we do? <laughs> and so he gave us this formula of uh, four powdered um, extracts. And so one was, oh, and then, sorry, probably the most interesting part of the brief was that, and you have to source at least one ingredient from New Zealand, because if we were to go global, we wanted to have something that we could protect. He did one step better, he did two. So uh, like I said, the, the first um, key New Zealand ingredient is this New Zealand pine bark extract. Um, and then the second uh, key New Zealand ingredient is New Zealand blackcurrant extract. And New Zealand blackcurrant extract is shown to uh, reduce mental fatigue um, and improve alertness. And then the, the blackcurrant variety that's unique to New Zealand that we use, which we call neuroberry, uh, is actually shown to um, have very powerful MAO enzyme inhibition um, activity. And so uh, the MAO enzyme, the MAO enzyme, is the enzyme that chews up serotonin and dopamine in the brain and oxidizes and is a precursor to things like Parkinson's um, or dementia or Huntington's. And, um, and so that was really interesting. And so anyway, so um, we had these, these powdered ingredients and then we were like, okay, well, we, we want it to go into a drink. So, okay, let's just pour it into water and we pour it into water and we kind of drank it. And it was like, this is horrible. <laughs> and then we were just like, okay. And so we um, went to a, um, 
I'm friends with uh, the the Bostock brothers, and so they um, have a, um, a great supply of organic uh, apple juice, and so we we used um, part of their organic apple juice as, as our as our base um, to base matrix, and then we used um, this variety of black currants, this neuroberry um, juice, and then it still tasted horrible, and so we're going okay, oh, we don't want to add sugar, um, we don't want to you know load it up on sugar because then it would become unhealthy. And so we worked with a clever natural flavor technologist and then um, kind of got it tasting okay. And then from there we looked at, okay, if we're going to prove this product, we um, if we're going to call ourselves a brain drink, we probably need to do some science. And so we uh, engaged with the University of Auckland at the Centre for Brain Research and we have undertaken uh, two clinical studies. So we completed our first clinical study where it was a double-blind crossover placebo-controlled uh, study. And we showed in that one that we could, uh, there were signs that were shown that we can reduce things like nervousness and uncertainty. So um, uh, consumers were, were less nervous and less uncertain or more certain about their decision making. So there were inklings there um, that showed that we were having an effect. And then we, uh, the second study that we're doing is we're scanning brainwave activity and we're hoping to show we're using an EEG device and we're giving consumers um, one drink and then we're scanning the brain and then we're also scanning the brain over the long term because we uh, believe that not only are there short-term effects uh, of mental clarity but there are long-term effects um, of overall neuro neurological health. And so that study has been uh, completed in terms of the, the data capture and now we're going through uh, the, the, the processing of that data which is about uh, two and a half terabyte. How much of that is the pine extract and how much of that is the black currants? Because I imagine people who aren't in the market for functional drinks, you know, can top up their black currant intake and then or their New Zealand black currant intake mm. and get some benefits. Yeah. Um, so the, the the issue with um, black currants is that you never see them fresh next to blueberries because they don't um, withstand the um, the post harvest processing. The, the they kind of get a bit soft and squishy. So um, we wanted to make something that was, uh, I guess, convenient to the consumer. Um, so we have, uh, in terms of the amount of black currants, you have about a cups full worth of black currant in every bottle. Um, so it's quite a potent dose because we use this extract. This extract is basically the the colour compounds of, of black currants. Um, pine bark's hard to find. You can grab some bark from a tree and boil it up in water and then drink that if you want to. Um, but yeah, again, it's, a, it's more of a convenient um, format. And then the other um, main compound that we have is L-theanine. And so it's an amino acid found in green tea. And uh, studies have shown that it can reduce anxiety and and um, uh, stress, but it doesn't make you drowsy. And then the the coolest thing I think about this compound is that another study has shown to offset the negative effects of caffeine. So if you get too jittery or you know th those effects that you don't really like after your second or third or fourth coffee, you could have something like us. And we have shown in anecdotal studies, and the science is showing behind the ingredient that we can offset those negative effects. How do you fund all this? Because uh, Centre uh, for Brain Research uh, Trials and uh, working with a psychopharmacologist uh, professor, uh, developing 
bottles uh, go into the food bottle at all. It all seems to be um, the kind of process you'd do for a um, you know a, a very well funded company. Yeah, um, so it, slowly, um, surely, again, the, the politely hustling terminology comes in. Uh, so we we brought on, we had angel investment um, from uh, uh, the Robinson family. Um, Zach Robinson's my, my co-founder and his father, Darren, have kind of believed in this concept from the start, and that was to, to get the formulation. Um, and then once we had the formulation, we kind of had some like a, an asset um, of, of intellectual property, and uh, and then we started to talk about you know doing this clinical study. And when our pine bark extract um, uh, providers um, found out that we were doing this study, they thought, well, you know, we would be interested in, in funding um, some of that study, and so we thought that was a good partnership. So we took on investment from. Enzo Nutraceuticals, who make this New Zealand um, pine bark extract, and uh, and they came on board in our company um, with some shares, and so we have vertical integration now with our key New Zealand ingredient, and um, and then further to that, we have most more recently brought on uh, one of the largest blackcurrant growers in the country. Um, so and you know this guy used to supply Ribena Global, um, and so now we have um, our two key New Zealand ingredients. We've got vertical integration, and along that we have, you know, exclusivity to um, some of the ingredients. We have um, licensing of some of their intellectual property. Um, and we have a really good story, and we can have full traceability showing, you know, what tree, you know, um, the, the pine bark came from, or when the black currants were harvested, and where. And um, yeah, it's a, it's it's started to become, you know, really fun and really interesting. And, and not only are we working on the finished food, but you know, we're looking, we're going all the way back to the raw material, and then seeing how we can harvest it and extract it, and you know, and look at optimizing the the, the value chain essentially. And doing something that is very cool, which is adding IP to primary products in a country that has a terrible record of making primary products and adding no brand value. Like, for example, the black currants that you've um, kind of rebranded as neuroberries. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and, and are selling them? Are they just dried black currants? Yeah. So to try them, so they're, they're freeze dried New Zealand black currants, but it's this variety. Um, that we call neuroberry and so in the the palm of your hand just before it went into your mouth probably was about um a hundred percent of your vitamin c for the day so they're very tart yeah <laughs> looking at simon's face yeah. and he screwed it up a little bit um so they are that they're not exactly like a, a super sweet berry but um they're tart and they're moorish oh. and they put, contain put them on your cereal. Yeah, yeah. So um, you eat them like nuts, or put them on your cereal, or chuck them into your smoothies. And New Zealand black currants, and more specifically this variety that we call neuroberry, has shown to um, have more vitamin C and more colour, which are the um, which are anthocyanins, and that's the main health compound found in berries. That's why berries are superfruits because they contain these anthocyanins, which people call antioxidants. Um, but really, it's the anthocyanins that have this benefit towards you know a myriad of things. Um, then any other fruit commercially grown in the country, so more colour and more vitamin C than blueberries, more colour and more vitamin C than acai berry, maki berry, you know, strawberry, raspberry. You know, by you know factors of you know two to ten, 
And so, you know, knowing that, it's kind of thinking, well, why aren't we doing something more special with black currant? You know, it was used as a, a, a small base ingredient in a sugary drink called Ribena for all these years. Um, bark and, is, and stripped of its vitamin C in the yeah, process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a, then a high school student pulled them, called them out for it, which was the, fantastic. The greatest Scooby Doo moment in New Zealand history. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we're just trying to um, to give them the credit that they deserve, and and yeah, like you said, add some add some value. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. By, by adding that level of brand and IP. And so how's it going? Like you've got to a stage where there's this great product, you've got some um, international distribution, some local distribution, some big partners um, who have uh, an interest in adding value to, to their kind of primary product. What are the next steps? Yeah, so um, uh, you mentioned before, uh, yeah, we, we've, we've managed to, to capture a, a patent in New Zealand, and where one of the next steps is filing that overseas, um, so that's very expensive. Uh, yeah, so we we kind of um, uh, are going through through that process now, and then we have and the the, the first clinical trial um, has gone. A lot of that data has gone towards that first patent, so I can't really talk more about that clinical trial. But um, yeah, we were successful in um, in landing the patent here in New Zealand, and then we're just filing that in the overseas markets that we think we have an opportunity opportunity in, um, such as the US, um, Europe, South Korea, Japan, China, Hong Kong, um, Singapore, Australia, uh, Middle East. And then we have a second patent now, which is kind of following off the back of our um, second clinical trial. And that just kind of covers a wider um, space for us, the combination of the two patents, and it gives us more flexibility. Um, And so I guess what's next for us is, well, we've actually um, just been accepted into the Sprout um, Agritech Accelerator. And uh, that's we're going to go through a, um, a I think it's like a four month course uh, where we get you know some awesome mentoring and um, support um, uh, by some very smart people to kind of help us go from you know a small startup business to uh, you know a more functioning you know company that's operating offshore. Uh, at a larger scale, because um, right now we we export small amounts to um, Hong Kong and Australia, and then we ship online to you know a number of different countries. But it's all quite small and very very organic. Um, so the, the the next stage this year is to start to export and scale to places like the Middle East, um, grow our position in, in Asia, and then look at what. Um, you know the US and the and Europe looks like for us, and but you can you, you have to really focus on one thing at a time, and and the and the thing that we're finishing our focus on is just getting our home country right, because if you don't have you know your your New Zealand business sorted, then you may struggle um, to grow overseas because things are not right at home. And what's the goal? Is it a um is it a Red Bull kind of goal of creating a new category and being the leader in it? Or is it a vitamin water kind of goal where you launch, capture the imagination and then sell to a real big company? <laughs> uh, you know, Is there a kind of trade-off between getting what you must um, consider to be a good into people's lives at the largest scale or building up kind of the biggest business? Yeah. Um, so our goal is to empower mental clarity, um, empower great achievements through mental clarity. And we do want to be 
the Red Bull of New Zealand. I hate using Red Bull, you know. Um, so we <clears throat> we do want to provide, you know, mental clarity to millions of people worldwide and uh, improve their neurological and mental health. Um, and we believe we have a product and the science um, to support that. And then for for scale, I, I guess we we're we're open at the moment to how that works. Whether if we just self fund like Red Bull and we grow on our own, that'll be amazing. Um, but equally, if we have an opportunity to partner with a global multinational that can um, grow us faster, then we we wouldn't we potentially wouldn't say no to that um, because it, it might mean that we can get you know we can swap out caffeine and sugar to more people faster. Then then that's a, a right decision, and then it also means that we can tap into their research and development, and um, which is you know something that I'd quite like to to do so we're you know we're very open to 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 what that looks like ideally new zealand investment would be the best um but yeah it's just really one step at a time really and in terms of um you know along the way uh starting a drink taking on the big companies uh using untested uh ingredients choosing to get science behind you when most people kind of you know just, just kind of coast on marketing. Um, did people tell you, you know, you, you guys were crazy along the way? Did they tell you it wasn't going to work or that uh, it was too much to bite off? Yeah, we, um, I mean, we could have launched, we, so this idea has been going since 2012 and we launched at the end of 2016. At the, you know, at the start of 2014, we could have launched when Scully gave us this formula and we had it, you know, in a rough and ready, um, you know, prototype. But we didn't want to do that. We we wanted to launch once we had some science and some um, and some anecdotal trials behind it to see whether it actually worked. Because the whole reason why energy drinks were successful is because people could feel the caffeine. The reason why alcohol was successful is because you can you, can, you get drunk. And um, so we we did want to be sure of ourselves that the product actually worked. So while we were doing um, you know the, the the clinical studies, which by the way were actually really quite hard to convince people to to, to work with us. Um, again, politely hustling keyword. Um, we yeah we we managed to show in the anecdotal studies we gave them to a whole bunch of people through throughout a whole bunch of you know. Um, I guess jobs and demographics and the, the the key piece of information that came back to us was that the more stressed the consumer was the bigger the felt effect and we we gave them this drink and we we told them pretty much nothing and we said you know how do you feel um, when did you take it you know what it tastes like all these things but they didn't really know what they were taking so it kind of masked some of the you know placebo effect and um, yeah, we found that uh, people who, you know, doctors, nurses, psychologists, um, people working on the front line, you know, emergency services, police, um, teachers, they uh, felt a greater effect from the product versus someone who was perhaps, um, you know, going for a long walk on the beach. And and the science shows that um, uh, the the more stressed or anxious the 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 participant is, the the bigger the felt effect with some of these ingredients. 
so that was really promising. And so when we um, when we knew that, uh, we kind of went, okay, well, I think we have something here. And then once you once you know that, then like no one can stop you. You just do what you do. And again, like I'm an optimist, and and the glass is always half full for me. And I think I get on with people okay. And so yeah, it was just a matter of time. And you just go on this massive information quest and try and speak with as many people as possible. And then you need to, I guess, equally give the the product really great branding and and packaging as well, and treat it um, carefully. So um, the reason, so the the bottle is a um, it's 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 purple because we want to protect it from light. Um, it's made from a flexible BPA-free New Zealand-made um, PET, which will soon be um, recycled PET as the source. And um, it's in that, it's not in glass, because we put the, the drink through a process called high-pressure processing. So that's where we um, a lot of beverages um, out there are treated with heat or a preservative to give it its shelf life. Preservatives are nasty, and heat... Um, is uh, it damages the phytonutrients. And so we didn't want to do that, so we put it into this chamber. Um, we fill the, the liquid into the bottle cold, pl- close the cap, the, um, put these bottles into this basket, wheel this basket into this chamber, and then we close the chamber, fill the chamber out with water, compress the water. It's cold water pressure, German gumbrel technology. The pressure goes up to 6,000 bar think six elephants on a 10 cent coin and that's the pressure that we subject the liquid to and the microorganisms are literally just squashed but there's no heat applied so we maintain the original original efficacy of our key ingredients and so with that we kind of respect the the, the, the formula with the processing and then we give it a really good brand and great imagery because we want to respect the formula from a brand point of view as well. And if people are listening and, and are interested, I guess part of the big part here is the advocacy that you guys need and the network of people who are believers and in the product. And do you do things like, um, you know, look for fundraising or do crowdfunds in order to build up that base of advocates? Um, we haven't done a, a crowdfund yet. Never say never. Um, that might be an option that we look at this year um, if we if we do another capital raise. But <clears throat> we we do have a number of um, you know ambassadors out there um, that love our product and take it before they do their important task. Um, we've got you know all blacks like Sam. Kane that like us. We've got uh, Jed Milden, so he's the only Kiwi to ride for Nitro Circus. He's also the world record holder, first person to do three backflips with a BMX and then four backflips with a BMX. Um, so he, he he loves the product. We've got you know really kind of high powered, busy CEOs that take us just before they do public speaking, um, and you know a number of other um, consumers that uh, touch base with us and say. Hi there, you know, my husband had a um, stroke last year and he genuinely has better days with you, um, with your product, than, than without, you know, where can I buy it in this town or, you know. Um, so that that gives us, um, you know, a really uh, a warm feeling and knowing that, you know, we're on the right path. Cool, can't wait to see where you take it next. Thank you for joining us, Angus Brown, the uh, CEO at Aripa, the, uh, you know, very interesting nootropic. Thank you very much, Simon. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much, Jose Barbosa, for producing, and thank you very much for having us along in your ears. You've been listening to Business is Boring, presented by Simon Pound. 
brought to you by The Spin-Off and Callahan Innovation. From The Spin-Off Podcast Network, that was Business is Boring. Brought to you by SparkLab. Make sure you're following Business is Boring wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information on SparkLab, visit sparklab.co.nz. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.